Thank you, Father God, this day. Thank you for waking us up this morning, closing our right minds, activities, our limbs, and that our mind is on you this morning, Father God. And we thank you. We thank you for directing us in all the ways that you would have us to go. And, Father God, Mm -hmm. we ask that your word have free course in our lives, in the Bible, Sunday school study this morning. And, Father God, we ask all these many blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, dear sister. Ecclesiastics chapter 3, verse 1. It says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. And our thought for today is, what time is it? That's our thought for today. What time is it? You have to ask yourself this and then allow the Holy Spirit and God's word to help you not only accept the time, but understand the time that we are living in. Let's go down to verse 8. We're going to go directly to the verse, verse 8. Ecclesiastes 3 and 8. It says, a time to love, a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. And so in verse 8, it's telling us what time we're in right now. Over in Russia and Ukraine, what time is it for them? For the hate. time of war. Yes, it's a time hate. of hate and war. Yes, war. thank you, Holy Ghost. Time is a point, has a starting point, a beginning, and it is a process. It is steps in order to achieve a particular end. You all yes. agree? Yes. Okay. Right. So Solomon gave us instructions. There's a season and a time for every purpose under the heaven. We read in verse 8, a time to love, a time to hate, time to war, time of peace. But right now for you and me, it's time to pray. Yes. To now pray. that's a time for prayer time. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes. Amen. Now we pray, but we need to pray more now. And then God gave me an order, and we're going to go over yes. some scriptures. He said yes. it's time to pray, but what are we praying for? We're praying for discernment. We need yes. discernment to understand what time period we are in, and because you don't want to pray against something that you should not be praying against. Amen. 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 And time is irreversible. We cannot go back. No, we cannot cannot go back a second ago. We cannot. And so we must make use of the time that we have remaining, and that's why we need discernment, because Jesus, he rebuked the scribes and Pharisees. They were leaders, and he said, you can discern the face of the sky. But you can't discern the signs of the time. What's happening in Ukraine and Russia is a sign of the time. What time? It's a time that we are closer to the end because Ezekiel wrote about it. Daniel wrote about it. Jesus taught them in Matthew that when you see these things, 
And so that's what we're going to talk about. So Amen. we're praying for, it's time to pray, but we want to pray for discernment. The Lord gave me these things. He said, pray for discernment. Pray for cleansing. We need a cleansing in our soul and in our spirit because Amen. we've hooked up with different things, different things that we ought not to, and those things Amen. become a hindrance and blind us to the truth Amen. of God's word. If we're not careful, we also need mm-hmm. to pray for a forgiving heart, that we are always quick to forgive, but it's not just a thing I forgive with my mouth, that our heart really, that we're asking yes. for forgiveness from our heart. And lastly, yes. we want to pray that we escape the wrath that's coming on the world. Yes. Yes. And it's coming. It's, it, 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 yes, ma'am, it's here. <laughs> we just thank God we are still in grace. And yes, that's why, ma'am. that's why. You were able to sleep perhaps in peace last night, and I was, and thank God. He is the one that woke us up, but he's keeping our city. Yes, yes. He's keeping our city, not the United States Army or the Navy or the Marines. Or the President. He's keeping our city. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Sister Pam, the fourth one you said first was discernment, cleansing, forgiveness, and the fourth that we be counted worthy to escape the wrath that's coming on the world. We're going to go to that scripture. These are simple, but this is the thing that God told us to pray for. And you can't go wrong if you pray God's word. I'm going to say that again. You cannot go wrong if you pray when you pray God's word. But these things Jesus said must come to pass. The thought for today is what time is it? Yes. What time is it, thanks? Luke 11 and 1, and I'll start reading. And it came to pass that he, I'm sorry, let me slow down. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. And it came Mm -hmm. to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased or finished, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. Now, we all know the famous father prayer, but God began to deal with me just in verse 1. So here we have Jesus praying, and we know Jesus was an example for all of us. So Jesus is praying in a certain place. His disciple, who was a follower, sees him praying and realizing that Jesus' prayers are so powerful. When Jesus is done or finished, he says, Lord, teach us to pray. But here's the last part. As John, just like John taught his disciples, I really never considered, wow, John taught his disciples how to pray. And guess what? We have the word of God, and Psalms is loaded with prayers. Yeah. If you don't know or not confident or not sure what to pray, read in the book of Psalms, and when the prayers that David prayed, the whole book, I know you will find something that is relatable to you and you can replace his name with your name and pray that prayer. He leaves Pam beside the still waters. He restores Pam's soul. He leaves Sister Shedfield beside the still waters. He leaves Sister Filomeno beside the still waters. He leaves Brother Jeff and Brother Williams. He's leading us. He's leading me. You can personalize that thing. It's time to pray, you all. 
He's mm-hmm. leading us beside the still mm-hmm. water. He's the restorer of our life and our soul. He gives mm-hmm. back to us things which people have taken. He's the one that can do the exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think because of his power that's working through in us by his spirit. Amen. So John taught his disciples how to pray, and Jesus has taught and taught, he taught his disciples how to pray, and that's us, but he left a record. So we can pray these things. We can pray, and that's what we're going to look at what he said to pray for. We all are familiar with the Beatitudes, but you really have to personalize it. He was teaching not only them, but it is lessons for us. So we will know how to pray and what to pray for, and so we are always aware what time it is because we need to know. Mm -hmm. We need to know what time it is. And so the first one that he gave, it's time to pray, Luke 6 and 6. It says, and it came to pass on on another Sabbath, that he, that's Jesus, entered into the synagogue. And what did he do? It says he taught. And there was a man whose right hand was withered. Now look at, pay attention in verse 7. And the scribes and Pharisees, they watched Jesus, whether he would heal on the Sabbath day, that they might find an accusation against him. Mm. Now, in verse 7, you want this, once again, the word of God is examples on how to be and how not to be, okay? So the scribes and Pharisees, they were watching Jesus, but not to follow him so that they can start acting like Jesus. They were watching him, the word of God says, so that they can accuse him. Yeah. And so we want to be careful that we are not watching our leaders to find fault. Yes, yes. Right. We want to be careful that if you're watching someone or paying attention to your leader, you are keeping them lifted up in prayer. And if God yes. by chance lets you see a fault, then you don't accuse them unless the Holy Spirit put it in your spirit to share a word. But when you share a word, you must do it in love and in humility. But if not, then yes. you are to pray God, the way God has told us to pray, we are to pray in love and with a kind heart that God would deliver whoever it is, whatever wrong you see, because the Bible also says judge nothing before the time. We're still talking about time. But see, the scribes of Pharisees were trying to catch him, trap him, but they were watching to make a judgment, but their hearts were not right. Mm. They were trying to find fault. But look at what verse 8 says. But he, Jesus, knew their thoughts and said to the man which has a withered hand, rise and stand up and stand forth in the midst. And he arose and stood forth. Then Jesus said unto them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful or is it right on the Sabbath day to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? Now, he's asking the question. He's putting, this is a provocative question because, yeah. I, because I read and I understand, guess what? Even though it was a Sabbath day, 
the scribes of Pharisees did not understand this was the time for that man to be healed. This was the day of his healing. This was the day that God had set aside for this man who had a withered hand to meet Jesus, and Jesus was appointed on this day and the very time that this healing, miracle of healing took place, this was the time. But because the scribes and Pharisees did not have discernment, instead of them being with Jesus, they were looking for fault. Right. We must be careful, saints, that we are not performing. And when I say performing, I mean just that. We're not acting we need to consider our ways. So I'm going to stick with the word. The word of God says, consider your ways. Yes. We are to model a pattern. Our lives is pattern after Jesus and no one else. He is our example. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, mm-hmm. mark the perfect man. Target him. Because at the end of Jesus, you will find your peace. And Jesus said, judge nothing before the time, but he also says, when you judge. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost bring this, this scripture to my remembrance. When you judge, judge righteously. Mm-hmm. If you're going to judge a case, make sure you judge it righteously, not according to your eyesight, but according to God, the way God sees the situation, the way it really truly is. Matthew 26, we read verse 40. And he, Jesus, cometh unto the disciples and finds them asleep and said unto Peter, What? Could you not watch with me just one hour? Verse 41, this is the Lord also speaking to us. Now, he was talking to Peter, but he's talking to us too. He said to watch and pray. Why? That you do not enter into temptation because your spirit is willing, but what's going on with our flesh? It's weak. Our flesh is weak. And most of the trouble that we have is coming from the flesh. Yes. So he said, watch and pray that you don't enter into temptation. What time is it? It's time to pray. And Jesus said to watch and pray. So you're not pulled into all the worldly things that are distracting you from really understanding and discerning what time it really is. These are the last days. We are in the last days. Matthew 24, and let's start at verse 4. 24, okay. And Jesus answered and said unto them, I'm reading Matthew chapter 24, verse 4. And Jesus answered, because they asked Jesus a question. Well, I'm sorry, let me read verse 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples, his followers, came unto him privately saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of your coming, number one, and of the end of the world? And Jesus had already talked to them about there is not going to be a stone upon another because destruction and wrath is coming. And so they asked Jesus because they believe what he said. And they they wanted to know when are these things going to happen. So Mm -hmm. Jesus, he taught his disciples, we are his disciples. This word is for us too. Look at verse 4. Jesus answered them and said, be careful, take heed that you no man deceive you. Don't be deceived. Right. He said, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Look at verse 6. This is what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. 
You are going to hear or see on the television wars and what? You're going to hear rumors of wars. But what did Jesus say to us? Don't be troubled, for all these things must come to pass. And then, but he said, but the end is not yet. We are near, but it's not the end yet. But this is a sign, based on what Jesus said, when you hear wars and rumors, don't be troubled. But all these things have to take place. That's what he's telling you. So the war mm-hmm. that we see over in Ukraine and Russia, it has to take place. Yeah. It was already predetermined from the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm. Verse 7, look what he says in verse 7. For a nation is going to rise against nation. Isn't that what's happening? And kingdom yeah. is coming against the kingdom. And there's going to be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in various places. But what did verse 8 say? All these are the what? Beginning. Beginning of what? Sorrow. He has an mm-hmm. S there. So this, that, this time that we're in, when you ask what time is it? We're in the beginning of the time of sorrows, you all. It's not just me saying this. This is what God's word says, 16 and 1, mm-hmm. Matthew 16 and 1. It says, the Pharisees also with the Sadducees came and tempted, desiring him, talk about Jesus, that he would show them a sign from heaven. Now, everything, the miracles that Jesus was doing, those are signs that he was the Messiah. He turned mm-hmm. the water to wine, although the servants knew, the servants that served the wine, his mother, they knew, and the disciples that were watching, they knew that mm-hmm. Jesus made had performed that miracle. The man whose eyes was blind, that was in John chapter 9. They kept saying, who healed you? Who healed you? That was a sign that Jesus was the Messiah, that the power of God was in him, mm-hmm. that he was the son of God. And they yeah. had Jesus right before him. They even, their only, only, only their own testimony, what man is this? Even the unclean spirit that he cast out. They obey him. The sea and the wind obey him. He speaks mm-hmm. with authority. We've never heard anybody teach like him. Those are all signs. And they were right in his face. He was right in their face, and they still didn't believe. And God was dealing with the world is the same way. We've been reading these scriptures for years. He told us these things were going to happen. He told us in Ecclesiastes it was going to be a war. He told us in Matthew mm-hmm. 24, we just read it was going to be a war. So why are we troubled when we see these things? He told us it was going to happen. He told us in advance to prepare us to let us know these are signs and so that we would understand what time it is. So they asked Jesus, we want a sign from heaven. But look what he says in verse 2. He answered and said unto them, when it is evening or sunset, you say that it will be fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning... It will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. Oh, ye hypocrites, can you discern the face of the sky, but can you not discern the signs of the time? Mm. Mm. We need to pray for discernment because they had the word just like many do, but they are not. They did not discern that he was the Messiah. Everything that they learned about the Messiah coming 
They didn't have discernment to know that he was the one. Mm. We need to pray for discernment so we'll understand the times that we're in, so we pray with the Father and his Son and not against what is happening. Discernment will teach you and make you aware of the good and the evil. And we also want to pray for wisdom. Wisdom falls right in line. Remember Solomon prayed for wisdom and understanding because he realized he didn't know how to go out and come in amongst God's people. He needed wisdom. He asked for wisdom. He didn't ask for his enemy's life. He didn't ask for money and gold and houses and land. He didn't ask for those things. At the beginning, he asked the right questions, and God granted him what he asked for. God was pleased with his petition. Pray for discernment. We should be able to to discern the times that we are in so it doesn't come upon us unawares. Remember, we talked about the ten virgins in Matthew chapter 25. We're not going to go there. Five were wise and five were what? Foolish. Foolish. The foolish did not have enough oil. Part of the oil is staying prayed up. Yes. It's so important that we continue to discern the times that we're in now, not only so you can have it, but you have your family. See, Noah discerned what time it was when God talked to him because the Bible said Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. That's another prayer. Lord, I want to find grace in your eyes. Sister Pam needs God's grace. You all need God's grace. And if you find grace in the eyes of the Lord, guess what? God will reveal things to you that he may not reveal to others, and he will give you clarity that it's him, and he may have you share. But share with your children and your grandchildren. Teach them about the signs. Let them know what's coming because even when, if they see on the news, they may be frightened and fearful. Mm Mm-hmm. Some people are terrified what they hear and see, and, 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 and their peace is disturbed. But if you understand what's going on, that's why Jesus said, I go away to prepare a place for you. Mm-hmm. He said, let not your heart be what? Troubled. If you are living, if you are, have a repentant heart, and that is my prayer, we also, we pray that God grant us repentance. We should be quick to repent. Yes, Lord. We should be quick to repent because even while I'm talking about the times and the signs, I don't know when my time is coming. I'm talking about my time even because he wrote, Solomon wrote, a time to be born, a time to die. I don't know what day, the day of my death. I don't know if it's going to happen before the next war. I don't know. And that's why it's important for me to make sure I am quick to repent, I am quick to forgive, I have the spirit of discernment, I Mm -hmm. watch and pray, I pray for wisdom, I pray for my family to keep us all covered under the blood, I pray Mm -hmm. for you all, we need Mm -hmm. you to pray for my household, we need to pray for each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. These are all things that's necessary because it's time to pray. It's more mm-hmm. time to pray than watching the news. 
It's more time yes, to is. pray than to go out and, and, and buy new things. It's okay because God said to occupy till I come. But if we're spending more time doing all of these things, and the, the, we read the world is passing away yes. because I thought about it. It's so sad. I saw beautiful buildings in Russia. Not Russia, in Ukraine. Right, yes. Destroyed. Yeah. Yes. And look how quickly they were destroyed, like they were melting away, the underground tunnels, bridges, all collapsed on fire, devastation. And even the Lord said, as it was in the days of Noah, it's going to be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. He said, they bought, they built, they sold, they married. They were given a marriage. In other words, they were carrying on and not aware, not conscious of the signs that were happening in the world, and they knew not, the Bible says. They knew not. Let's go there right quick. Genesis 7 and 1, it says, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou. And all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. And I promise you, you all, I want yeah. God to say that about you all and me. I yeah. want him looking down on us and saying, I have seen you, my sister and my brother. You all are righteous in this wicked, adulterous generation, but I see your heart. I see what you are doing. I see how you're carrying yourself. I see how you're denying the flesh and you're resisting temptation. And I see how you're quick to repent. I see how you're quick to forgive. I see what you are doing. And he's going to tell us, come into his house. It's the house of safety. The ark represents the house or place of safety. Mm -hmm. Come into the house of the Lord. He's coming to get all of those that he sees that's righteous before the destruction comes on the world. Mm -hmm. That's what he did for Noah and his family. He says, I see you righteous before me in this generation. Now, he tells them of the clean beast. He's sparing the animals. But go to verse 4. For yet seven days, and I'm going to cause it to rain upon the earth. And he told them how many days he was going to allow it to rain, 40 days and 40 nights. And every living substance, everything on this earth, what, that I have made, I'm going to what? I'm going to destroy it from off the face of the earth. Wow. Now, now, if God told Moses and Jesus told us we're going to get signs before it comes, you should be watching for the signs so you'll know. Right. God told Noah seven days from now, I'm going. And then he told him what he was going to do. And look over verse 5. And Noah did in quarter two. All that the Lord commanded him. Are you doing according mm-hmm. to all that the Lord has commanded you? That's a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's time to do all that God has commanded you to do. Yeah. See, one person he may have told to go out and preach. One person he may have told to take them and baptize them. One person he may have told to be a blessing, feed the homeless, feed the hungry. One person he may have told to just be an encourager. One person he may have told to drive the church bus, go pick up the thing. One person he may have told to uh, open up a, a food pantry and give out food. Whatever he's commanded you to do, you want to be found doing it. Yes. Yes. 
And look what it says. And Noah, verse 6. And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. Mm. So seven days later, isn't it interesting? On seven days later, God told him in chapter 4, but on verse 7, in the chapter of 7, we got three sevens there, seven, seven, seven. And Noah went in, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark. Why? Because the waters because of the waters of the flood. He talks about the beasts in verse 8, okay? In mm-hmm. verse 9, he talks about two of two. Look at verse 10 says, and it came to pass because of the process of time. Remember you all, Solomon wrote, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven." The ark was under the heaven, and God told Noah in seven days, I'm going to bring the flood of water. So when that time period came, I don't know if it was Sunday when God told Moses, but from Sunday to the next Sunday, that was seven days, boom. Look at what he says in verse 10. And it came to pass after the seventh day that the waters of the flood was upon the earth. Verse 11, and in the 600 year, it tells how old Noah was of Noah's life, in the second month, he's given us the calendar date. In the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day where, look, all the fountains of the great deep broken up and the windows of heaven were open. So not only was the ocean, the deep, the depth, and the whatever's the bottom of the ocean, it was broken up like a giant earthquake mm-hmm. in the water. The fountains of the great deep were broken up. And if you never thought about it, up in the sky, there's a window that we can't see that God opened in heaven and the rain poured out from up above. The earth was drowned. The earth was drowned Mm -hmm. because the waters came up above and from beneath. And the only ones that were saved was those who were on the ark. You know, they had that song, come on in this house. It's going to rain. It's going to rain down fire. It's going to rain, you all. These are the times that we're in. God's going to save and spare his people before the wrath comes. And we pray. What are we praying for? We're praying for discernment to understand the times that we're in. We also want to pray for cleansing. We want to make sure. We're, we're asking God to cleanse our heart, our mind, our soul. Cleanse us. We are so good with cleaning our bodies on the outside, but we don't work on the inside. Mm. We need to be praying that God will cleanse us on the inside out. First John chapter 1, verse 9. He says, if you confess your sin or admit your sin, He's talking about the Savior, Jesus Christ. He is faithful and just to do what? To forgive us of our sins. And what will he do? He will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. We pray for cleansing. We're good for praying for healing, but we leave that part out. We need to be cleansed. Yes, That's why King David says, wash me thoroughly, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be whiter than snow. Snow. He also said, create in me. We know that. It's famous. We said, 
Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit. We need to be washed from all unrighteousness. We need to be cleansed. And that's a prayer. You can pray that. Let's go to Mark eleven twenty five right quick. These are just a few things, but as you're reading through the word of God, the Holy Spirit is going to, certain scriptures are going to stand out. You're going to know that applies to me. Oh, I can use yeah. that. Let me write that prayer down. Let me write that prayer down because the prayers of the righteous, you all, what happens? They oh, avail they much. Yes. Mark eleven twenty five. Look what he says here. So we want to pray for a forgiving heart. Jesus said, and when you stand praying, what did he say to do? Forgive. When you, yes. When you come before me to pray, to petition, to ask me to cleanse you, I need you to forgive the one who harmed you. I need you to forgive the one who has offended you. I need you to forgive the one who slapped you, who spit on you, who beat you, who lied on you, who cheated on you. Mm. I need you to forgive them. Yes. He said, if you have anything, oh, if you have anything against any, he makes it clear. He wasn't just talking about the person you're married to. He wasn't just talking about your siblings. He wasn't talking about just your parents. He wasn't just talking about the coworker. He wasn't just talking about, you know, somebody you really care about. He said, if you have anything against if you have an ought against any, he's talking about anybody. And he tells you the reason why you are to forgive. That your father, that's your heavenly father, my father, your father, his father, also who is in heaven may what? Forgive us. May forgive you, but not mm-hmm. only just forgive me. What is he forgiving me of? What I need forgiveness of. What is he forgiving me of? My trespasses. Your trespasses is the wrong that you did and sinned against God. That's things you didn't know that you were sinning against. That's things that you knew you were sinning against. So things, because they're things we do in ignorance. A trespass is a fault that you do against God. God began to deal with me. That's the reason a lot of us are unforgiving is because we take the wrong that someone does to us personally. Remember when David committed fornication, his prayer to God, he repented right away when the prophet Nathan came to him. He said, against thee and only thee, Lord God, have I done this sin. David really, he realized he sinned his body with the other woman, but his sin was against the Lord. Now, you know why the sin is against the Lord more than that person? That he's married to? Because the wife didn't die for her husband. Only Christ died for the sins of the world. The wrong that any of us did. Christ died for my sins and all of my wrongs. And Christ died for the sins of my children, the wrongs they've done. Christ died for the sins of my parents. He died. We didn't die for anyone. More than anything Trust is betrayed. We betray God's trust when we start serving the devil or when we listen to the devil and do what he tells us to do. It's still a betrayal. He says, if you have anything against anybody that your father, also which is in heaven, may forgive you of your trespasses. Look what he Mm -hmm. says in verse 26. 
But if you do not forgive, he makes it very clear. Neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive you of your trespasses. So you forgive so that you can be forgiven. And the Bible says because of one man's sin, he didn't say the wrath of God came. He said death entered into the world. All I'm doing is sharing what the word of God says. So because of Adam's sin, death entered into the world, and it passed on to all of us. But because one man obedience, the Bible says, he's talking about Jesus, guess what? Yes. Salvation came. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. So because of Jesus, what he did, he's our Savior. He even said, and that's why we're going to go to the Scripture. He said, yes. pray that you escape the wrath that's coming on the world. He's talking about the world, the unrepentant, sinful, ungodly, wicked world. Everybody falls in that category. Because mm-hmm. God's word is the truth that what does the truth do to us? It sets us free. He said, and he spake unto them a parable. Behold, a fig tree and all the trees. When they now shoot forth, you see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand, right? He says, mm-hmm. so likewise, when you see these things come to pass, you know the things that he was talking about? The wars, the rumors mm-hmm. of wars, nation mm-hmm. rising against nation, kingdom against kingdom. He said, yeah, when yeah. you see these famines, pestilence, he says, know you that the kingdom of God is nearer or nigh at hand. We are getting closer, you all. We are very close. He said, yeah. verse 32, Verily I say unto you, this generation is not going to pass away until all be fulfilled. He's talking about everything that's written in the word, the scripture of truth is yeah. going to yeah. come to pass first. Mm-hmm. Just Amen. like we read. Remember we read about yeah. Noah? The Lord yeah. says, Noah, in seven days, first he told him to build the ark. Lord finished filling the ark, and then the Lord came back to him and said, in seven days, I'm going to let the flood come. Jesus said, so likewise, when you see these things come to pass, know that the kingdom of God is near at hand. Listen to what he says, verse 32 again. This generation is not going to pass away until all of these things be fulfilled. So everything that's written in the word of God has to take place first. And that's mm-hmm. why you should study and meditate on the word so you know when you see something, oh, that's what I remember reading in the word. Thank you, Lord. Now I understand. Mm-hmm. And it also helps you to know or get discernment on how to pray. Look what verse 33 says. Heaven and earth is going to pass away, but what's going to happen to his word? His words are never going to pass. His word will last forever because God, Design his word to last forever. Yeah. Now he says, verse 34, he says, and be careful, take heed to yourself, lest at any time he's pointing to your heart. He said, your heart be overcharged with serpentine. That's overeating or lack of self-control, you all. And drunkenness is not just drinking alcohol. It's going out, buying too many shoes, buying too many dresses, buying too many slacks, buying too mm-hmm. much jewelry. Too many earrings, buying too many TVs, just buying, 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 buying. You don't even need it. You're buying, 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 buying. Your heart is overcharged. You've lost self-control. Yeah. yeah. 
He says mm-hmm. that you are so hooked up or concerned with the cares, what's going on in this life, that the day of the Lord, that that day that he said he's giving signs first, is going to come upon you unawares. And that's what happened when the days of Noah. Yeah. He says, verse 35, for as a snare shall it come on all of them that's dwelling on the face of the whole earth. He's talking about as a snare. A snare is like a trap. A snare mm-hmm. is coming on the sinful, ungodly world because they're mm-hmm. not paying attention, nor do they believe. So look what he tells us in verse 36. Watch. Mm-hmm. You watch and pray how often? Ten minutes a day? Always. He says, be in prayer all day, because I guarantee you, if you start praying the way God no. really is calling us to pray, yes, ma'am. If we start praying the way God has designed the calling for us to pray all day, we wouldn't be worried about what's going on. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. It wouldn't move us and shake us. We wouldn't be troubled because some people can't sleep at night because they're troubled. It may not be troubled about the world. You may be troubled with something that's going on in your own personal life. But if you mm-hmm. pray, if you pray, your kingdom come, Lord God. Your will be done, Lord God. Pray for peace. Amen. He will keep you in perfect peace. If you keep your mind stayed on, pray, Lord God, that help me to trust you more, Lord God. Amen. Help me to Amen. obey you, Lord God. Help me to see the thing that you want me to see. Help me to live the way you want me to live. Help me and give myself control so that I only get the things that you want me to have. Help me to be with the the friends and the church that you want me to be with, Lord God. We need his help. He said, watch and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to what? To escape all the things that's coming on the world, it's going to happen whether they believe it or not. Yeah. And, and he said, here's a conjunction, to stand before the Son of Man. And when we stand before the Son of Man, what do we want him to say, you all? Well done. Well, well done. done. Come on now. Yes. Well done, my faithful servant. Well done. He wants you to stand before him so that he yes. can say to you and me, well done. Hallelujah. Thou good, yes. not bad, and faithful servant. So we yes. want to be faithful in our prayer life. We want to be faithful to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's yeah. whether you're married, unmarried, whether you're working, not working, retired, whether you have a car, no car, whether you have a house, own it, rent it, he wants you to be faithful. Yeah. Whether you have $10 in the bank or 1000 he wants you to be faithful to him. Yeah. We owe it to him. What yeah. time is it, Saint? Prayer time. It's prayer time. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. It's I'm going to leave it. Hallelujah. We praise his name. Father, let's, let's pray right quick. Father, we thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for your love and your grace. We thank you for your word, God, and my prayer, God. Oh, God, Lord God, that the enemy doesn't steal these things from our heart, God, that yes. we put your word in action, Lord God, that we 
execute your word, that we are hearers of your word and doers of your word, Lord God. May we hide this word in our hearts, Lord God. We want to be free and stay free, God. And my friends, that we disconnect from the world, God. Oh, Lord, help us, God. That we draw more closer to you, that we turn off all of these distractions in the world, Lord God, and that we on purpose spend more time with you, Lord God. Because Mm -hmm. greater is he that is in us, Lord God, than he that is in the world. We just thank you, Lord God. We do pray that you account us worthy to escape the wrath that's coming on this world in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Oh, God, help us, Jesus.